All right. Welcome, LALCC and friends. Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life broadcast. I'm your host, Dr. Samuel Meredith, pastor of the Living the Abundant Life Christian Center in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm so happy that you decided to tune in today, and I hope and pray that I will say something that will help you live the abundant life. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, and we'll begin reading at verse 15. Uh, we're talking about today, I'll give you the title right now, What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance among the saints? And of course, it can be found in this passage of scripture. And this is Paul's prayer. He's saying, therefore, I also, after hearing of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, your faith in God and your love toward all the saints. Now, what does that mean? Your how would they know? How could you uh, measure or witness love for all the saints? Well, we know love is an action word. Action word. We know that love has to be seen. So when you walk in love toward the saints, or you say love towards your brothers, your neighbors, maybe love how you act, treat your neighbors, your 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 coworkers, your your job. Can it be said that amongst your coworkers regarding you that you walk in love? Can they tell that you're a Christian? Not because you sing hallelujah and you wear these big Jesus t-shirts, but because of your actions. Do you go to work, come to work on time? Do you leave when you should? Are you a dependable person? Love for the brother. When you have love for your brother, you always want to see your brother prosper. When you have love for the brother, you always want to see them prosper. And you'll do whatever you can in your in your power to try to help them prosper, especially if they're paying you to do so. All right? Love to the brother is an action word. Let's get to the next one. Uh, faith in the Lord Jesus and love towards the brother. All right, now, let's look at, uh, I want to kind of spot a few places here. Uh, the next point I want to look at is so that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The only way you can get the spirit and revelation, the knowledge of him or the knowledge of God is that you got to spend some time with him. Relationship relationship he's looking for the relationship the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him you're learning more about him you know when you spend time with god you begin to he'll begin to share things about himself about his ways sometimes as you walk with god you know let, let me say this sometimes you walk with god it's like, it's as if uh, you may make some mistakes. Sometimes he may tell you don't do that. And sometimes he may not. Because you, you know right or wrong, he'll say, at the end, he'll tap you on the show and say, you know what? You shouldn't have done it that way. You could have done it a better way. You begin to learn through relationship, through experience, him. The knowledge of him. It's all about 
relationship. And let me say this, because I don't always want to be a type of person. I always, always talk about it as relationship doing something wrong. It could be something right. Sometimes you do something right, and he'll say, you know what? You handled that the right way. I'm proud of you, son. But it's you're learning his ways, how he functions, how he operates. The Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Then it says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Uh, the M5 Classic Virgin says that your heart may be flooded with light. Your heart flooded with light. What does that mean? You know what to do. You, 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 you may ask God for some question. He'll flood your heart, your understanding with light. You know the path. You know what you're supposed to go. You know, that's one thing I love about God. The word of God says that if you lack wisdom, ask God. He's not going to fault fine. He's not going to tell you, you stupid. You should know this already. No, he, he will give you the answer every time. And there are some things you have to question that you may question he may hesitate a bit. He may not tell you right away because you may not be able to handle it. But rest assured, he will answer your prayer. Okay? And a lot of times, he'll answer it speedily. It may be right then and there. It may be a few days. But trust me, if you lack wisdom about anything, ask of God and ask him in faith now. He'll answer your prayer. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Let's look at another aspect of your eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. You'll know what to do. You'll know when opportunities come your way. You'll know when opportunities, you know, it's funny. Now, the opposite of that is Jeremiah uh, 17 and 5, and it talks about you won't know when good come your way. You, 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 you'll be clueless because that person's heart was turned from God. But when you delight yourself in the Lord, when you have that relationship with him, he will give you understanding. On what you should do. There's something in the inner man that'll go off. It was something that will go off, and and you know that this is the right move. No, I shouldn't make that move, but I'm supposed to go this direction. All right. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling. What has God called you to do? Many times. Uh, God will show you what it is that he wants you to do when you're, when you're very young. Sometimes he'll show you when you give your life to Christ. But rest assured, he's going to let you know what is the hope, what he has called you to do, your ultimate purpose. And if you don't know, it's okay. Guess what? Spend some more time with him. He'll reveal it to you. I'll give you the testimony. I, I've shared this many times. Uh, years ago, when, when God told me that, I never forget, he told me it was not his will for me to be a college band director. So I was like, okay, God, that's fine, but what am I supposed to do? Well, he didn't tell me right away, but he began to show me. What do you mean? I'm going to have dreams of me pastoring. Right away, I just get these dreams. And I was thinking like, this is a hard dream because I'm not even called to preach. You know, but he was showing me. And eventually he did talk to me about these things. So that you may know what is the hope of his calling. You know, and I know there's some other things I know I have to do in my life as well. He's shown me a whole lot of things that responsibility that I have to and things I have to do. He'll do that. All right. 
that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and this is where we want to get to now. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance among the saints? Now, what does that mean? Simply put, God has some things, some awesome heavenly things, some things in store for you that's going to reveal his glory. You know, oftentimes we are, are God has things laid up for us that we'll never, we'll never, sometimes we'll never get it. Why? Because it was too big for us. I remind of the story, uh, uh, I, and I shared this at another, at an earlier date, that, that there was this man, this older man, older gentleman, we were talking it. And we was talking about uh, finances, and he said, you know, it takes you a while to get be able to trust God and do all these different things. And I agree with him, and I never forget. A few days later, the Holy Spirit checked me, woke me up, and checked me about that. He said, no, it does not take me a long time to bless or show my manifestation of my blessing towards men and women. But the problem is not on my end. It's on the receiving end. It's a lack of faith or obedience on our part. I will never forget that. You know, if we're not careful because we've seen other people, they like it took them forever today to get up and move up. That's not necessarily true with God. Oftentimes, once again, God's trying to get some things to you fast because he loves you. He wants to show his glory to you. He wants to show his glory to you. Now, when I was thinking about this, the Holy Spirit brought this to my remembrance. Uh, Bill Winston gave his testimony about this, this, this man that he knew. He said, this man told him, he said, um, he got a, he was a preacher and he got this strange phone call one night, this foreign guy, like Arab descent, Middle Eastern Arab descent, if you will, called him and he said, Hey, are you so-and-so? He said, yes, that's me. He said, man, I'm supposed to give you my house and I'm supposed to take your house. Now, mind you that the man's house was about 2,600 square feet, and he owed, still owed on it. He, he financed that house, and he still owed on it. The foreigner guy, his, 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 or I should say, uh, Middle Eastern guy, Arab guy, his house was paid for. So the man hung up because he thought it was a prank call. Well, the man called him again. He said, excuse me, are you so-and-so? And he said, yes. He said, man, look, I'm supposed to give you my house. Something is telling me that I'm supposed to give you my house, and I'm supposed to take your house. Well, he finally convinced the man and the man went to the guy's house and this guy's house is like over like 7,000 square feet. And he said, when you walked in the front door, there was a huge waterfall. When you walk in the front door with a huge black onyx stone. Bill Winston said the, 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 the man asked, the, asked the, the foreign guy, he said, uh, how much is your water bill? <laughs> Look, you know, if God is trying to give you a house, Trust me, he'll give you, he'll provide a way for you to pay that water bill, okay? So anyway, it, just, it was just like the man said, the man took over his payment, he signed the house over to the preacher, and the rest was history. Now, what's the point? It didn't take God no time to do that. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance among the saints? God has all kind of great things in store for us no, no, wait, not when we get to the sweet by and by, but we're talking about right here on the earth. On the earth, he has things laid up for us. 
that we're supposed to get. We are supposed to get here. Now, remember, the scripture talks about thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, remember, what's going on in heaven, according to that scripture, should be happening here. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, a mansion. He's preparing mansions for us in heaven. We should have a mansion down here. We can have a mansion down here. It doesn't take God long. According to your faith, be it unto you. Now, this is the whole, now, this is the whole point. If you don't believe this, it'll never happen. Whatever you're content with, that is what you will have. But when you begin to believe God for more, he'll oftentimes show you. He'll show you what he wants you to have. But you got to be willing to believe. Sometimes we're not careful, you know, we will, uh, God will show us something, but we'll, 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 we'll shrink back. You remember the children of Israel did that? You remember God took them to the promised land, the land flowing with, with, with milk and honey, but they were intimidated by those giants. They're intimidated by the giants. The giants kept them from entering in, but they didn't understand they had the power of God behind them to support them. In fact, the next scripture talks about the surpasses, the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. We have to believe what God told us or what the scripture says. If we don't believe it, it don't matter who else believes it, we will not inherit the promise. What are the things that God has placed in your heart that's too big? You may be ashamed to tell somebody. I challenge you to ask God about that and seek after it. Seek after God. God will bring that thing to pass for you, all right? So just remember those things. Now, these scriptures are vividly illustrated in 1 Samuel chapter 17. We know we're talking about David. I want to kind of go over some of these scriptures again and, 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 and compare it to what David did before you actually get to the reading. Faith in God and love towards the saints or the brothers. If we see J, uh, David, David is a shepherd boy tending his father's sheep or his brother's sheep. And I'm saying, I know it's his father, but in Christ, that's your brother. All right. He took his responsibilities very seriously. You know, when we can have the ownership mentality on, on our jobs, but we where we um, try to make sure that we do that job to the best of his ability and we go above and beyond the call of duty, God sees that. He sees that. Now let's look at David. David was a shepherd boy. Word of God says that a lion went off and took one of those sheep. David didn't sit back and say, oh, well, to charge that to the team is better than sheep's life than my, my, my life. My life's too bad. But no, the word of God says David went after the lion. He ran down the lion. And when he, he caught up to the lion, the lion had the sheep in his mouth. He's hit the lion and took back the sheep. Then the word of God says that David slew the lion. He did the same thing with the bear. Now, let me stop here for a moment. Where you are right now on your job or whatever God has assigned you to do, could it be 
that God is preparing you and you're in transition to something else? What do you mean? Remember, David is a shepherd boy. He's a shepherd boy. He's a shepherd boy. But the spirit of anointing to protect the sheep is what gave way to ultimately the anointing of a warrior. And God would use that anointing as a warrior to promote him, to use that as an avenue to promote him to become king. All right. Faith in God and love towards the saints or towards your brother. The Father of Glory may man, may give you the spirit of wisdom revelation. Now just look at this. How did David look at this? How, how did that impact David? Well, think about it. All the time, him, he's nothing but David and the sheep and God. So he spent that time talking to God, singing praise to God. Remember all the songs? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. All the songs, think about all the things he did while he was out there tending the sheep. He was gaining a relationship with God, strengthening his relationship with with God. Now, let me say this. Even where you are, you could be a housewife with three kids. But let me share something with you. That's an opportunity to spend time with God because those one, those kids won't always be there. All right. So use that as an opportunity to spend time with with God. Now. Let's look at this. Let's let this brings me to this. Uh, well, before I get to that, let me just say this other point. The eyes you understand may be enlightened. When you walk with God, we have a relationship with God. You always can sense when it's time to get something to gather. You can sense when to strike out, when to make a move, when to buy this, when to lay back, when to do this, when to do that. Why? Because you spend time with the Father and you have a sense of knowing what you're supposed to do next. Now, this is once again, let's go to Samuel chapter 17, verse 25. And it reads, the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And it will be that the man who kills him, the father will enrich him with great riches, will give him a daughter and will make his father's house exempt from taxes in Israel. This is talking about the lion challenging the children of Israel. Now, David heard this, but to verify this, David asked two or three more people. He asked two or three more people to make sure the story is correct. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope is calling. Well, let me go back. Remember, we David is introduced as being anointed as king of Israel. He was already know. He already knew at this point what he was called to do. Now he was called to be king. The glory of the riches of his inheritance among the saints. He's hearing about some riches that can be hid. Now let's look at something for a moment. Because David had a relationship with God, he already knew he had a covenant God. Now let me say this. All the most of the men out there knew that they had a covenant, a covenant of God, but they didn't believe in the covenant like David did. Because now, why did David believe in the covenant? Because all the time that he spent with Almighty God, being a shepherd boy, being a shepherd boy, he spent a lot of time with God. So who we knew he was. So his confidence was more built up in God than Goliath. Now remember, Goliath struck fear in all of everybody else's heart, including Saul's. 
struck fear in their heart. But David was not afraid of them. All right. So when he heard all these different things, he was beginning to hear some of the riches that God had laid up for him. David began to hear some of the riches that God has laid up for him. Goliath was good as gone. He knew what he could do in Christ. So he never looked at, at, at Goliath as a as a as a, a foe or as a serious contender. No, he knew he had God on his side. That comes once again from spending a lot of time. Because of that, he was able to know what was the riches of his glorious inheritance. He took that to the bank. So anyway, the word about David during getting back to the text, the word about David, it got back to the king and King Saul uh, sent for him. And uh, we know, long story short, he couldn't wear Saul's army. He had to use his own because they'd been proof. And uh, we know the end of the story that David was successful. He was able to slay Goliath. He was able to slay Goliath. Let me say this for a moment. It was necessary for David to slay Goliath. He needed to do that before he could be promoted to be king. What are some things going on in your life that you need to take care of that may be a hindrance from you getting to the place where God has for you? It was David's Goliath. What is your Goliath? What is your Goliath? Now, this is not to put anyone in condemnation or anything of the sort. But a lot of times we've got to face those issues, okay? and allow the Holy Spirit to work through us to get rid of those issues, all right? What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance? Ta his father getting free taxes, him marrying the, the, the king's daughter, and great riches from the king for doing so. And then, as a bonus point, they was promoted, promoted as captain in Saul's army. And so God began to elevate David in the eyes of the people. So. By the time David did become king, they knew that that they it wasn't a big deal. That was just a natural thing. They knew about it. All right. What are the riches of the glory of this inheritance? What am I saying here? Sometimes God will show you what it is that He wants you to have. He'll show you the place. He'll show you the style. He'll show you the vehicle. But you know what? You have to believe. What are the riches of the glory of His inheritance among? the saints, and there's some inheritance. God wants you to have. He already has it laid up for you. It's not hidden from you, but it's hidden for you. As we walk this journey, once again, sometimes God will show you these different things, but sometimes as you walk, you have a sense, I'm supposed to do this now. I'm supposed to do this now. I gave the testimony a, a few years ago. I never forget, I woke up one morning, and that, as I was coming from sleep mode to waking up, you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit will talk to you during that time. I never get, he told me to go buy a vehicle and told me exactly where to go. Well, uh, we looked up on the internet and uh, found out the price. Well, well, something like the price, but you know what? It's long story short. It was a whole lot cheaper when we got there to the to, to the dealership. And they actually messed around and, and, and put the wrong sticker out there. And that's how we got it so cheap. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance among the saints? I share that story because 
that was God. I had to move right then. I knew I had to move right then. God will show you there's something that David, David knew that 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 the Goliath was a piece of cake. He never questioned his ability to defeat the lion. One, he had a track record with God already, with the, through the lion and the bear. He just wanted to know what was the riches of his inheritance. And when he found that out, he said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. All right? You all, God has great plans for us. He has got great plans for you. We want to talk a little bit once again about the riches of the glory of his inheritance. And what I wanted to cover tonight, and I'm sure I'm going to cover this again. I don't know if it'll be this Sunday or maybe later on. But one thing about it, I want you to, to see some things. Sometimes God will show you. Then other times, as you walk the journey, if something will go off inside you that I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to purchase this, I'm supposed to do this. He's leading you and guiding you exactly what you should do at all times. Amen. Well, you all, that's all I have for you this evening. You'll give God a hand clap of praise.